What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Boo Boy Kennels podcast. This is your host, Boo Boy Kennels, along with my co-host, Work Birdie. What up? So today we got a few topics for you that we're going to be discussing. Uh, which one would you like to discuss first, Birdie, out of the out of the three? Um, I think we should start with the tech, and we should start with the Apple M1 chip. Apple M1 chip? Okay. All right, we'll go with that. So as some may or may or may not know, if they've been living under a rock, Apple has come out with their own M1 chips, and this is partly due in regards to uh, Intel, uh, their power consumptions versus their power usage and output. But if we actually go back a bit, it actually goes back further than just their desktops, uh, CPUs. So I don't know if you remember when the uh, the iPhones that came out, they started using like the ARM chips. I do, I do and remember they, that. And then they, uh, they started making their, I believe it was the, I want to say it was the A1 chip. I want to say that's what it was when Apple started putting those into their phones. Mm-hmm. Well, during that time frame, Apple had, had went to Intel and asked them to make chips for their phones. And Intel said no. Yeah, did they? Yeah, yeah, they said no. So maybe, you know, they, maybe it's because they didn't think there would be a market for it. Or, you know, I'm not entirely sure what their decision making was for that. But they didn't want to make their chips. So, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of went into... Um, you know, Apple, you having to use the ARM chips, redesigning them a little bit. Then they came out with yeah, their own yeah. chips for the A1. But since Intel wasn't really pushing the boundaries with their desktop chips, Apple kind of just pretty much said, you know what? Hey, we're going to make our own. And, and they and- did. And I believe that uh, this is the world's first uh, five nanometer processor, you know, with cutting edge technology with 16 billion transistors. <laughs> I mean that that, yeah. that speaks a lot in itself. So now here's a funny thing with this chip. I um I, I want to see if I still have the information for it. Now you know the 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 Ryzen 3950X. Yeah, I'm that familiar. that is a beast of a CPU. It is. Yeah, definitely with multi-processing uh, applications and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Now they were comparing it to a Mac Mini M1. I think this was the uh, this was actually the base model, six hundred ninety nine dollars for the system. At at um at idle, the Ryzen chip used hundred and forty watts, doing nothing, <laughs> just sitting there. The M1 chip, five watts. Yeah, I'm looking at this and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And then at full load, that Ryzen chip was pulling two hundred and eighty watts. The Mac Mini, full load, twenty five watts. Tell me if that ain't crazy. And these are for like certain rendering processes that they were doing mm-hmm. for uh, some video editing and stuff. So the computer is basically just running at max speed and it was only using 25 watts. So I'll let that sink in for some people that don't understand that. 25. Yeah, that's amazing. Versus Ryzen's 3950X, 280 watts. That is pulling from the wall. That is bananas. You know, I mean, yeah. And especially with everything that an Apple PC actually does, you know, mm-hmm. that's pretty amazing, you know, because they are workstation PCs. I mean, people aren't buying those things to, to game on, <laughs> you know, so yeah, um, that is pretty amazing though, man. I tell you that five nanometer, man, that lets you know right there. Yeah, but, but Apple ain't playing no games with their products. We know that. Yeah. But the crazy thing is this is just their basic entry level system. Yeah. The Mac Mini. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's and that's another crazy. thing. Like, you got to pay to play with them. You have to pay to play with Apple, man. Like, 
just looking at their new headphones that they just released, I'm just like, golly, like that is crazy. You got to pay to play. You know, there there actually is a story about the headphones, but then it kind of, <laughs> I, I won't go off into it now, but if you want to save it for another topic, <laughs> we definitely can. Yeah, we do. Or, or we can just add it in. If you want to add it in, we can add it in. Do, do you? It's up to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to hear. All right. So here's here, here's the deal with Apple's, uh, I forget what they call them. Um, but I know exactly the headphones you're talking about. Yeah. Have you noticed that they don't really publicize the Beats headphones anymore? They don't. And do you kind of know why they don't? Mm-mm. So Apple's seen a market for the headphones. So you figure, remember Beats were, were big. I mean, They're they called were AirPad big. Max. Yeah. But the Beats headphones were, were extremely popular, selling like crazy. I mean, I still got the Beats Pro, those metal mm-hmm. ones that were 400 bucks. To me, they're total... They're total crap, but you know, it is what it is. Those headphones cost $20 to make and they sold them for 400 bucks. Apple pay, I forget how many millions of dollars to buy beats, but the reason they bought beats and they bought beats at like at their pretty much at their high point, but it's because they, they seen a trend for people moving over to headphones. And what does Apple need to sell with their iPhones? Headphones. So you figure you buy out the biggest player in the game. You take their design, you take their engineers, you take their work, you turn it around, you turn it into your own shit, you spend all that money on their company, but you don't publicize them. You keep it because they do still sell Beats headphones, but, uh, but you so don't, but you don't, what you're getting, you don't man. hear nothing from them. And all they pretty much did was just take all their technology, all their work, and then start to build their own headphones, their AirPods, their um. AirPod Pros, and now these new headphones that they got out, which we all know they don't, it doesn't cost shit to make, but they're going to sell for, <laughs> you know, for a premium, of course, because it yeah. is Apple. But that's why they, you know, that's pretty much why they bought Beats and then pretty much just put them to the side. I'm looking on their website and they actually do sell Beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they sell them. <laughs> but you don't see them ever promoting Beats, do you? No, a lot of their headphones do look like uh, a resemblance of a Beats. Mm-hmm. But they don't promote the Beats headphones. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the the funny part with that. These headphones do look like a Beats though. Oh yeah, crazy. Oh yeah, definitely. Like where the Apple is, it got like a B. B is it got an Apple? Yeah. Yeah, but that's I mean that's pretty much what they ended up doing with Beats. But as far as the um, the M1 chips though, for their uh, their Mac Mini and their their uh, was it the um, the Air, and I think they made a 13 inch MacBook Pro. Yeah. Yeah, all those systems. I mean, they're pretty much still in their infancy because it is their first chip. But if you if you end up looking down the road, they're probably going to end up being the number one player eventually. And you don't and you don't use a lot of power. Get a lot of performance without a whole lot of power. I I just think that's amazing. It is. It definitely is. Oh yeah. Um. I, know, I guess we can go into our next topic. Uh. Which Which one would you like to pick out of the two we got left? Um. I guess the political one. Political one. Okay. So, with, you know, the Democrats, the Republicans, Donald Trump, Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> and all the minions that that are in the swamp, as they like to call them, they're uh, spewing all these things, whether they're factual or not factual. I'm not going to take a side on it. But they're saying that it was all the Trump supporters that were the ones that stormed the Capitol. Funny thing is, I was looking at some of the uh, news clips and bulletins where the people that were the main ones that they were taking photos of, one was part of a uh, Philly Antifa. Uh, the guy with the horns is supposedly a uh, a shaman. 
<laughs> and um, I forget who the other person was. I forget who he was with. But some of these people that were there were not um, Trump supporters. Now, were there a lot of Trump supporters at the Capitol? Yes. Oh, yes, most definitely. But they're trying to push the whole blame on Trump supporters, which, you know, I mean, if they want to spin it that way, you know, to get their point across, I guess that's fine. But at the same time, they really aren't saying the whole truth about the matter. But what's what's your opinion on it? Oh, man, it's been crazy. It's been absolutely crazy. Um, like you said, that there has been some kind of skeptical things happening. And from outside looking in, if you don't support any party, you can see clearly what's going on, that the stage is being set. And um, basically, it went down the way that they wanted it to go because they basically silenced Trump, took the freedom of speech and silenced Trump and basically said that his supporters incited a riot and said that he told them to do it, which he didn't. But, uh, you know, looking in, you can just see that the stage was set and this was all part of their plan. And the impeachment goes even further into showing you exactly what's actually going on, because you got to think like this guy only has what it was 13 days. Then it was it's like nine days in office or something. You know, they got it down to the hours of when he's actually not going to be the president. What is the impeachment going forward actually for? And you, you have to sit back and you have to think. And, and I'm and to me, it's like, oh, well, he's not going to have a pension, uh, a presidential pension where he can't run for presidency again. It, it goes deeper than that, especially if he's been silenced off of all the platforms. And this was the thing that I was trying to get people to see. You know, a lot of people say, well, good that he's silenced, good that they took his social media down. They were taking they took his social media down. They took his Spotify. They canceled his Spotify account. Today, I'm reading that. The Dutch something bank absolutely closed one of his accounts and won't do business with them anymore. And that's one of the banks that he uses for most of his companies financially to get loans from. So when you're sitting here taking someone's freedom of speech and it being okay, you're just looking at a snowball effect of what really could happen. Like they're canceling Netflix accounts I'm hearing. They're canceling bank accounts like this that, this is the world that we're headed to. And if they're going to do that to him, they could do that to anybody that they want to and get away with it. And people are blind to the fact of accepting that that's OK, because that's not. You know what I'm saying? And I don't care if he has something to say or if he didn't. There's no reason because basically they suspended the Twitter account on a suspension. And then after they unsuspended the account, he didn't tweet anything that was hate speech or anything. He came out and said one uh, tweet and then they ended up taking the account down. So at that point, I was just like, oh, this is kind of like, you know, it's, it's not a democracy once you once you uh, you start looking at what's really going on because they're coming for the guns, if you believe it or not. Oh, yeah. They're coming oh, yeah. for Definitely. the guns. Definitely. Yeah, it was it was it was already spoken today that they had some problem. They they got something going on with the NRA, and it was just like, dude, this is going to get out of like the, if they're basically you're you're seeing. And and I watched uh, today. I was uh, I was at Home Depot, man. I've been doing like a lot of projects in the house and stuff. And um, while I'm like usually 
doing like a home improvement project, I'm usually watching my phone. And today they just had like the presidential uh, cabinet votes for the uh, impeachment process. Mm -hmm. And just listening to some of these politicians get up and say what they had to say. The ones that imposed was like, yeah, you mean to tell me that it's okay to have Black Lives Matter and Antifa burn down our restaurants and businesses for six months, put them out of business, and then the people of America not come at you guys and want to impeach you? And I thought that was that was completely logical what she said. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> so it was uh I don't know, man. It, it's a wild roller coaster. And um I heard that it's gonna be real bad. Um, they've been trying to arrest as many people as they can before the 17th, but the National Guards have been deployed in all 50 states, and they're going to be set up at the Capitol buildings on the 17th. So that is, I believe, this Friday. Yeah. And uh, you might want to keep your social media going. Oh, one thing before we get off this topic. So um, uh, last Friday, when everything was going down and they stormed the building, I was watching it live. And... Everything was like it was good until about 1130 and everything was going good. And then all of a sudden I'm watching the live and I'm still working and stuff over here. And I hear them going heave ho and I start paying attention to the phone because it's just on. And I actually see them like pushing in and going in there and stuff. Right. And you see here the, the cops screaming and you just hear like a bunch of commotion and the camera just shaking. And this dude, I'm like, how and like I'm like, how did this happen? Like. Because these protesters, the Trump supporters, whoever they was that was going into that building, they had uh, riot shields, like straight up, like white, like clear riot shields going up in there, smashing against the police and stuff in the doorway. So I'm like, what's going on? Right. So they get in there. They going crazy. And when they are in there, it just seemed like the police just backed up and just let them all go through. So when they're walking through, they're walking through like there's no problem. No one's saying like, hey, I didn't hear like, hey, stop. I see a whole bunch of American flags and they come up to a chamber and then you just see like people going this way, people going that way. You know, people talking to the police, the police talking to people. So I didn't think like it was a real big issue. And, and then I didn't see the shooting until after all of that. But this is the point I want to get to before my time is uh, far too much time. Um, all of that happened. And then it was this period of like at about seven o'clock my time, I could not find anybody on YouTube that was streaming live on any feed. And if I found their video, the video would just start doing that buffering symbol where it would never play the video. And then I was just like, dang, like, I know they're still live streaming. I was able to find one, but it was so messed up that you couldn't really see anything. But these people was trying to get into the hotel and the police wouldn't let them outside to go smoke a cigarette. But other than that, I couldn't find anything. So the next day I was like, all right, I want to see like the rest of these videos and see what I can see. Nothing, bro. It was stuff from like three months ago, world news, media. All of those videos were taken down and nothing could be played out of D.C. being streamed. <laughs> That's when and that was before they impeached Trump or that was before they took his Twitter down. And I was like, bro, I said they're censoring everything like they're trying to quite put everything off of the Internet. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew what kind of ball game we was playing at, at that point in time. Yeah. But if you if you. um if you think about it a certain way, and, and some people may look at it this way and they may not. 
there's two things the the communist party and the socialist party like to do now china is kind of a combination of both they're socialist and they're communist so you figure all the people you know they live in a socialist world but the government is communist that's just how china is china owns owns so much land in the u.s even the waldorf um hotel in new york they own that fucking building i'm sure you i'm sure you know the building i'm talking about right it, yeah, was, it was in the I movie do. Coming to America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The Chinese own that. They own so many companies in the U.S. It's retarded. And then they got, as you know, some people say, the Biden family in their pocket, which I believe they do. So I'm going to be one of those people, too. Oh, yeah. But yeah. here's here's the, the issue. In order for them to be able to push their socialist and communistic ways in America, there's two things that need to be done. The first one is you take the guns away. Because as long as people got guns, they're going to be able to fight back. Mm -hmm. The other thing you have to do is you have to silence the people. Shut them up. Well, as you said, we've already been seeing all the censorship going on. So, yeah, they might not like what Trump said, but you're really going to close his account? You're really going to sit there and say he broke the terms of service? You know how much bullshit I see on fucking Twitter (laughs) and on on Facebook? Mm -hmm. And and they're they're not silenced. But they're definitely breaking their uh, terms of service. So, yeah, that's, those are the two things you have to do to, to the American people. Disarm them. Shut them the fuck up. Yep. If you do those two things, then we can become a communist, socialist country. And some people think socialism is good. There's aspects of it that are good. But in, the, in its totality, it's been a piece of shit. Just look at every government that has ever tried it. It's never been good. It's good in theory. It's good on paper. It's trash in practice. Yep. That's the problem with socialism. But no, they also want to add the communistic part to it as well. So you got people in government who who say, oh, you know, such and such is not above the law. But yet they themselves act as if they're above the law. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work out too well. But oh, only, one, only, one, only one time will the, tell for that. One of the, it, It's funny that you say that one of the, uh, the politicians came up and he was like, um, you guys want to take the guns away and he said you guys want to take the guns away from the citizens but you are the same politicians that have armed security carrying guns with you everywhere you go <laughs> i was like whoa but it's that true really hit home that hit home right there because i was like wow it's true like, this is what this is what we're doing dealing with all right, you, have you? And, ever, and this is one of their guys. This is one of their people, a have, politician to a politician. Have you ever seen the armed security that Nancy Pelosi has? Yeah. Have she you seen needed. the Have you seen the armed security that Kamala Harris has? Mm-hmm. And have no, you, I haven't actually seen them, but I know oh, that she got that good. Yeah. And have you seen Biden's security? No, but I'm sure that, you know, like they're like a one, you know, like top notch. You know, everybody's what uh, Sam Fisher. <laughs> yeah, well, there's so a lot of those those high ranking politicians they they Jack, have you know they have armed Jack security. Power. <laughs> a lot of the uh, Congress people, like the lower level ones, they don't, but the higher ones they do. Mm-hmm. So, what makes their protection any more of value than us? Yeah, exactly. You know, are are we not equal as people? Is is that what it is? Clearly not to them, but that's another yeah. subject. Yeah, not, <laughs> yeah, definitely not to them. But no, I guess serious. um I guess we can leave that one off in, in with a good note that uh we still got time as as a nation to turn this shit around and make things better. But only time will tell. Only time will tell.
Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens on Friday. <laughs> you know, I just like yeah. it's like a, it's, it's almost like man, you get the you get sports and you get that. Yeah, you know? true, true. <laughs> you, get the, you get the playoffs and then you get that. Mm-hmm. So, but I guess we can move on to a much more. Uh, I'm not gonna say a better note because you know it's still issues, but you know at least it's in a in a realm that we definitely enjoy, which is gaming. Yeah, got to enjoy the gaming. Except for the issues that have been plagued on the uh, PS5 and uh, Cyberpunk. So they've definitely been having a uh, a lot of issues with Cyberpunk 2077 and how it's been running on the PS5. Yeah, yeah. How has it been running? Has it been running good? Fred been enjoying it. I seen him playing it. Uh, um, he does. Okay, I, I stopped in. Yeah, it looked like it was running good on the PS5. I watched him for a little bit. Yeah, I think um, he races my comments or something. My comment was like, "Oh, that should look crispy." Nah, it's just it's probably there. But I know a lot of people they've they've definitely had issues with uh, like the game freezing up, crashing. If they're loading into a new area, the game would just crash or error out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they've you know they've had a lot of those issues with the game. Now this is definitely something that's been early on with the release. So I'm sure probably, you know, by this point, they've had, a, you know, they've had some time to fix all these bugs and issues that they've had with it. Is it completely mm-hmm. fixed yet? You know, I don't know, but uh, I can tell you, but I, can, I uh, but I have heard a lot of issues with the game. OK, um, so the game is absolutely amazing. OK, I beat the game. I got uh, two endings out of the game. I'll put a I'll put at least three solid weeks into that game. Um, and have we already talked about this or no? About Cyberpunk? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, okay, yet. okay. Yeah. Okay. So do you plan on playing it or no? Uh, eventually on PC, yes. Okay, but this okay. Was, this so, was more so the issues with the PS5, though. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, you, so, I mean, you can give the comparisons because I know you've played it on PC. Yeah, yeah. So I you can give it, your yeah, on comparisons PC. on how it's been running on on the PC side. Oh, okay. You know, like okay. Versus yeah, like but the, I wouldn't the be PS5. able to tell you. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell you how good. I, I just do know, like, when I checked out the, the next-gen versions, uh, people have said that uh, they are running better. I believe they're on patch 1 or patch 1.07. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, like, they are fixing the game. The game is still broken to the point to where you can, like, glitch duplications and stuff like that and uh do like things that shouldn't happen in the game but as far as the game actually working yeah they're getting they're getting past that now this was just a next gen game and i don't know why people expected it to be a ps4 and xbox one game this was just a next gen game and you know what i'm saying like that that's what i was expecting when this game was coming out I knew that it was a chance that I was going to be playing it on next gen console or PC only. I wouldn't even dare put an old generation game in. And that's just how I am. When an old generation is done, it's done for me. I stopped buying games uh, six months before, you know, once they announced the new gen consoles, I, I can't sit there and put no more money into a game like that. So yeah, but I, I, I definitely love cyberpunk, man. And, uh, I wish that it was online. I wish it was online. And I wish that 
without getting too deep into the game, I wish that the story didn't drag you along because you get into this game and I'm telling you, the story is like, especially if you're playing it with all the graphics enhancements, the story is amazing. Eye candy, like it will have you in there. Everything's happening. And that's the thing, like you're in it. It's like a movie that you watching and playing and it's pulling you through the story so damn fast that when you get to the last part of the story, you realize that, hey, there's so many things in this game that I have not experienced. And that was the downfall for the game for me is because it pulled me all the way to the to the ending of the story. And then I'm like, this feels like it's about to be over because they give you this message like once you progress past this point, you cannot say da 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 da. So I get on YouTube and I'm like, Cyberpunk last story. And that mission pops up on the video feed, you know, uh, the videos coming up. So I'm like, damn, what? So then I don't watch the video or nothing. I end up playing the story out. So I'm like, all right, let's just beat it and see. Play the story out. I get one ending. So I'm like, and, and it's kind of crazy because. You can pick a choice and you can end the game right there, right? But then you can come back and you can pick the second choice. And then you have like an extra hour and a half of still gameplay and story left, which was very interesting. Right. But when you finish these these points of the game, you would think that cyberpunk will actually put you back into the game so you can do the side quests and all of that stuff. No. The game is completely over once the game is over. They tell you, yeah, you can go back into Night City, but when you go back into Night City with that character, you are going to load your last save, which was the save that you, before you progress to the uh, ending of the game. So that kind of, I didn't like that. But other than that, man, yeah, the game was absolutely amazing for me. So being as though you played it on PC and I've no and I know you've seen a lot of the PS5 gameplay, how does it compare graphically to you? I mean, do you do you find it somewhat similar? I mean, I know it's not gonna be the yeah, same. Yeah. That's that's yeah, expected, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. But do you um, see some similarities in how it looks? Yeah, I do, I do. I, I do see a lot of similarities in how it looks. Um I I, I just gotta say this. I bet because basically like the PlayStation 5 is pretty good. Like, I like it. But when you are comparing a, this game to, like, the a high-end PC, no. You're looking at, like, medium settings on the console. Mm-hmm. You know, the frame rate is just not as smooth as we, where you need it to be. Man, I played that thing on 4K, blasted out, ultra, DLSS. Now, DLSS is, like, the game changer of all game changers because you can turn everything on ultra, and with this year and this game was the first time where the the D, DLSS quality filters were actually in the game. Like, uh, and it was in Watch Dogs Legions as well. But they got these DLSS picture quality. You can do go DLSS uh, um, performance, which is what you want. Or you can go DLSS picture performance and quality. It's a, it's like a whole bunch of different tabs, and that's really what set the game apart. Because once you turn on that performance with that DLSS, you can go ahead and turn that bad baby up, and that's what's gonna give you your performance right there to hit your cap at whatever re- refresh rate your monitor is, man. So 
it, but in that aspect of the game, yeah, that's where it kind of separates from the console because you are getting a better presentation. Like NPCs on mm-hmm. on uh <laughs> on PC, yeah, they was all through there. Like you got like five hundred to you know thirty people at a time on your screen doing all kinds of stuff. Does the, especially uh, when you're on those strip malls. Does the PS Five version have that that same amount of uh, NPCs no. in the game? No, no, it's limited down. Yeah, much limited. Like just like with everything in the in the game. On, uh, I mean, uh, it was Gamer Nexus. You should watch his video. He came out with a video and he just basically broke down. He compared the the PlayStation Five to a last generation uh, PC. Uh, I think I believe it was like a a, a 1080 Ti in performance. Oh, okay, okay. Now I don't know how true that is because I played the PlayStation Five and I think that it's better than that. You know, like there's I I, I want to say this if I'm gonna say anything about the PlayStation Five, Dark's Demon Souls was probably the best looking game that I've seen in a long time, and that wasn't even on PC. So they do got some magic in their box, you know, and I and I and it just goes to show you like you just get better content from Sony because they just know what they're doing with the machine. Now, when it comes to triple A's and all of this stuff like that, there is never going to be a triple A game that looks better on PlayStation than it does on a PC. That just ain't the case. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of funny you mentioned that. Yeah, I mean, even though it's supposed to be about, you know, cyberpunk and PS5 issues. Mm-hmm. But to to kind of piggyback on what you were saying, how you know so, Sony just you know, pretty much looks better. There was a and an, uh, a few articles that I had seen, and they were regarding on how the uh, Xbox development kit is so delayed, and how uh, Microsoft has been slow on it to get it out to developers in order for them to get the games to look better on their system since apparently their hardware is much more powerful than the PS5. Whereas with Sony, they've been giving out those development kits and for and um, and tips to the developers on how to use their kits to make the games look good and run good. Whereas some of the games that are on the, the new Xbox ser- um, systems are actually a port from the PS5. <laughs> but it's, it was mainly because the developers don't have the time or the know-how currently to make their games look better on the Xbox compared to the PS5. Yeah, yeah. And they probably sent half them developer kids to the YouTubers. You know, every YouTuber <laughs> had an Xbox before it was even time. That was like the stupidest marketing I have ever seen in my life from companies. It's like, oh yeah, we're going to give these people free Xboxes. And these people are so ungrateful when they get it. And it's like they're just showing it off in your face to you. Like, oh, yeah, this is what I got. And it's just bad moves, Sony and Microsoft. Stop doing that. Nah, they're they're going to keep on doing it. It's just stupid, man. It's just, it, it makes no sense. And well, I mean, eventually they'll they'll learn. But, you know, it's it's whatever with them at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. They don't care, huh? Nah, not at all. Until it starts to affect their pocket. You know, then they'll <laughs> they'll care. They'll they'll care at that point. But. Till then, nah, so they're going to keep me, doing uh, what they're doing. Let me close out the cyberpunk. I think that um, it is a next-gen game to get because it actually is really next-gen. And I had a great time with that game. Like, it was times where I was just like, I, I didn't stream any of it because I didn't want 
people in my stream to be dictating what I should do and what I shouldn't do. I just wanted to just kick my feet up and just enjoy the game. And I did that. Right. I had a great time with it, man. And I, I do plan on uh, going back into it and creating another character and doing a story again once they go back and fix the game. Because you know that's not the final form of that game. And then I'm hoping that they actually add like an online aspect to it. But I kind of want the online to be like um, where you could actually like something like GTA, where you can actually buy property, you know, go out and have other people out there living in the world and doing stuff like that. It'll be pretty cool to see that kind of stuff. But the way that I took the game in was that the way the single player is there would not be an online multiplayer aspect to it the way that the single player is set up right right yeah so we'll okay. just we'll just wait and see we'll just wait and see but i i tell you what that story was good though it yeah. was good yeah because you don't realize how much decisions affect outcomes and different stuff like that like man it is just crazy and they got a lot of x-rated stuff in there and it's just a, it's just a good game man i enjoyed it i really enjoyed it i ain't gonna lie to you i really yeah. enjoyed it and you know um I'm, I'm gonna just tell you like this and, and this is for you don't don't play with a woman <laughs> this, this ain't the game you want to play with a woman in because women can be raped in this game you know kind of crazy stuff and, and yeah they can be fucked. <laughs> it's uh, <okay>. crazy. <laughs> yeah, so you don't want that happening to you. Uh, shit. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's a good game, though. Oh, it's okay. Good, good, good game. Good game. All right. Well, if, if people want some information on on a good article, and this is from Kotaku in regards to the PS5 and the uh, issues or information that they had since their latest update, uh, the there was the, actually a post made by uh, Leah Williams, and it was published back on December 14th. So it's still kind of recent, but you know, if anybody wants to check out that article, definitely go ahead. It's on the Kotaku website. So you said from a girl? Uh, Yeah, I believe uh, it's a female, Leah Williams. Yeah, I think that's one of them females that didn't even play it. Uh, put up the fake review. Mm, who knows, but <laughs> you know, that's. That's the name that they. That's the name that they have it published under, and so that's. She's like a. That'll be the info player. that I give. <laughs> Her favorite game is Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, could be, could be. All right. Well, before my dog starts to get crazy, because I know he he was just barking, and I was hoping he would stay quiet for as long as possible. <laughs> I guess we can uh, pretty much uh, call this one to an end until our you know until our next meetup. Absolutely. Hey, well, I hope, hope everybody enjoyed their time listening to our two crazy asses talk about certain uh, topics. Um, if you want to go ahead and give people info on, on where they can find you, how they can, uh, you know, see what you're doing and keep up to date with you, go ahead and uh, give that information. Yo, I'm Work Birdie, the Flies Gamer on Two Feet. You can catch me at YouTube at Work Birdie Gaming, or you can actually catch me on Twitter at Work Birdie. Um, I'm going to be starting to stream more on my twitch at work birdie so i love to have y'all man and make sure y'all hit that thumbs up my cash app is actually work birdie as well uh that just helps to keep the lights on so i'm gonna hand it back to my boy boo boy i appreciate you having me on the podcast today oh no doubt yeah. no doubt and uh you know and as for myself you know it's just boo boy kennels so 
you know, you can just type that in and, you know, I'll pop up pretty much everywhere. And as far as for the podcast, we uh, currently have it in four different places. It's on uh, Anchor, uh, the Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, just as of recent, Google Podcasts. I have the link for Google Podcasts. I just don't know how, how to get it to show up currently, but it's on Google Podcasts as well. So four different places that you can go ahead and uh, find these episodes. Other than that, it's been your boy, Boo Boy Kennels, and my co-host, Work Birdie, and we'll catch you next time. Keep them scratching. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>